0: Uh, Welcome, Uh, this is the seraph covering sheriff Uh, We're going to start today to uh, Study in the holy writings that God has instructed us to do so Uh, We're going to begin with a prayer Uh, The Lord bless you and keep you The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace Our Uh, Beloved Father, who are in the heavens, sanctify and glorify be your name. Our beloved uh, Yeshua, Jesus, uh, who intervenes for us, uh, sanctify, uh, glorify be your name. Uh, God the Holy Spirit, uh, sanctify, who live in us, dwells in us and around us, sanctify and glorify be your name. Father, we ask you, Uh, today to give us a humble and meek heart like jesus our only example in his name we ask you this amen so we have uh, learned in uh, previous sessions that uh, god only speaks through a prophet and the writings that you and i are studying uh, were written by prophets so god doesn't speak but through a prophet Now, you also learn that the mind is deceitful, um, exceedingly corrupt, and the only one who can know the mind is God himself. So, he is telling you these things. Now, the reason why the mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt is because it disobeys God's commands. And so, we learn uh, on the uh, uh, previous session that God is the creator. Uh, Everything that exists, exists because God has created it, visible and invisible. In other words, things that you don't even know, that they even exist, they're there because God created them. Now, we also uh, went through the days of creation. Uh, You learned that the the week um, didn't just happen. It is God who created time. So time is not something that men come up with. Time is something that God himself created. And so um, traveling through time is just uh, nonsense. So time is something God created. Now, we looked into creation the way God explains it to us through a prophet. Now, he says that he is the one that created all things. Now, he tells you what he created on the first day the second day the third day the fourth day the fifth day the sixth day and the seventh day and that's a week now every week there is a seventh day and on that day god uh, made it holy sanctified it separated it from the other days and created that day for men so that on that day you are to be reminded that there is only one God and that you cannot be God. You cannot become God. You are a, a creation from God. So God created you. And of course, you also learn that because of sin, you know, death enter the world and so people die. But through Jesus Christ, we have salvation through Jesus. And we're going to learn that um, in very... Uh, specific details, with ample uh, specificities uh, that God himself provides to us so that you can understand, you know, the way of salvation. Now, something that is crucial for you to understand that God tells us is the following. So, you notice how God tells you he created on the first day, the second day, the third day you no, know, 4th, 5th, 6th, and on the 7th day, He didn't create anything. Now, we're not going to dwell too much on this, and we're not going to inquire just yet. But I want to bring this to your attention. So, on the 7th day, what God did is to rest. And not because He was tired, but uh, He, in other words, ceased from creating. So, on that day, He said He rested. He rested. So he had created on this universe, uh, you know, his creation. And, and there were no, you know, heavenly beings that were advising God. Uh, there are no scientists, there are no uh, artists, you know, who come up with uh, whatever uh, to, show glad- to show God, you know, how to do something. <laughs> so uh, this is something that, you know, men does because we basically uh, opted to depart from God. And so we think in our minds uh, that we are better than God, that we can reach infinity and beyond. And so the mindful is deceitful. That's what it says. The mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt. So you cannot know yourself. That's what God says. Only God himself knows it. Now, what I want you to... um. Take a look here that God provides to us. Um, And and we uh, covered this also uh, the the last time. Uh, Notice how God created plants and trees with fruit in it, even before there was a sun, a moon, and stars. Uh, Notice also how there was light already, even before there was a sun, a moon, and stars. So when God creates, uh, this is not concepts and ideas. So God doesn't create ideas and concepts. God creates, which means that you cannot understand creation unless God reveals it to you, which, you know, He decides to reveal. And for you to be able to explain creation is just a delusional a thing from the mind. Only God, who created everything into existence, knows it. So, for you to say, you know how God created something out of nothing on the first day, and try to explain that—well, good luck. I mean, it's, it's just not going to happen. See, this is this these are not ideas or concepts. Ideas and concepts is something we have in in the human sciences. And and it's something that will uh, end. That it will come to a finito. It will be no more needed. uh, Because of sin, so man departed from God. And so we are in this world filled with sin, sinful beings. But also, uh, God has provided a way of salvation. And so the way of salvation... It's a being, it's not a concept, and it's not an idea. So I would like you to think about this. So when God speaks to you, for you to understand, you need to know that God is the one who created the mind. So the way he communicates to you, even in our pathetic uh, uh, stage of you know, fallen uh, human beings, Uh, God still communicates to us intelligently. So he appeals to our reason because he created you intelligent. So God would not appeal to your emotions or your feelings. God appeals to your reason. So this is why when God speaks to Moses, Moses writes that the Creator is God. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. What God is saying is that he is the creator. So what you may feel about it and what you may uh, emotionally, you know, perceived, uh, whatever, it, it doesn't really matter. See, the, the the truth is that he is the creator. So he's appealing to you and he's reasoning with you to let you know that your mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt. And the only one that can give you a new mind is himself, God himself. So this is why he says, you know, my child, give me your mind, and I will give you a mind of flesh instead of stones, which is what we have. So God tells us that he will create a new mind. And then he refers to the mind as the heart. So, for God, the heart is the mind. Now, in the human sciences, uh, the heart is the one that pumps the blood. Now, the mind, for God, is the heart. And the mind uh, is the one that uh, governs the body. So, the body is servant to the mind. Uh, this you're going to learn through Apostle Paul, who is inspired by the Holy Spirit, and explains to you something that is impossible to understand, but yet because of his grace, you know, in Jesus, he shows to us that he is the mind. And we are part of his body. In other words, we are what God decides us to be. Now he is the only one that can do this. And this is why when he begins to tell you about creation, He begins in the beginning, when there was nothing, and when God said, you know, uh, in the beginning. Uh, Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, the beginning of everything is God. You know, so, uh, for example, you know, you may see sometimes things that, you know, they always... Uh, come up with a new beginning of something or uh, people get fascinated by the last of something or the first one of something or whatever. Well, in God's dominion, which is what remains throughout eternity, uh, Jesus himself is the Alpha, meaning the beginning of everything, and also the last one. So there is no created being to be first or to be last. It is only God himself lord so he is the first he is the alpha and he is the omega the first and the last so for us as created beings so god tells us through a prophet that he is the one that created everything into existence now he created men in his image and his likeness now it is impossible for you to explain what that is I mean, you would have to be God to do that, and we know that God tells us through a prophet that there is only one God. So, in other words, no created being can explain that. That is above uh, the intelligence that God gave us. Now, what He does tells us. What What He does tell us is that He created us in His image and likeness. Um, Now, something that, you know, sometimes people um, have questions about is, you know, how come when men sin, they say that they saw themselves to be naked? Does that mean that they were not naked before? And so, you know, it says that their opens, I mean, that their eyes were open. And so some people start, you know, by themselves, just reading one sentence and trying to figure out in their head, what that sentence could mean. Now that's just deceiving yourself. Uh, Remember that the holy writings interpret themselves. They do not need help from any other resource. They do not need help from any dictionary. It is God himself who gives you the meaning of things. Not only the meaning, but also the interpretation. Now interpretation means what it means so there is only one meaning there are not multiple interpretations it is not what you want it to become it is not what you wanted it to mean it has one meaning and that meaning is given by god uh, for example let's say for a moment uh, the rainbow so the rainbow you'll find it in exodus uh, uh exodus i mean uh a book called Genesis, but in the writings of Moses, now the meaning of the rainbow uh God gives it, but let's say, so, let's say some of the people may take the rainbow. it doesn't mean that what they give it to mean something that's what it means because it doesn't. See the one who created the rainbow decides what it means. So, the one who created this universe decides his creation. Now, these are principalities. So, there are not establishments, so God sets principalities. They cannot be changed and they stay forever because He is God. So, you see, everything that you know in the world, which is useful, you use it in the world. If you use the sciences, you use it in the world. But when it comes to uh, spiritual matters, is what God says. So, it's beyond your understanding to explain how God created everything into existence in six days. It's, it's just impossible. Now, you might probably come up with a different hypotheses or things that you want to believe, or things that you wish they were true, or because you want to feel that you have a saying in these things, and, and the truth is that you don't have a saying, it is God who does everything, period. So this is why he begins with Moses, with a creation, now he is the one who is telling you as an intelligent being that he created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. A darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So, explain how God created the heavens and the earth. I mean, I'll I'll wait for you here next year, and you're not going to be able to. You might come with something in your mind that is just deceitful. He's telling you, but you cannot explain it. Does it make sense? So there is a difference between you hearing what God has to say, and some things you'll know um, a little deeper when we get to uh, what Matthew, you know, Luke, Mark, and John uh, write about uh, Jesus of Nazareth. You know who is uh, Yeshua right, the uh, Hamashiach, uh, Jesus, the Lord, uh, who is Yahweh of the Old Testament, who is God the Son, the one who is equal to God, Jesus. So, Jesus will explain to you some things that relate to this truth that he tells you through the prophet Moses. So, so, God created everything. That's important. Now, um, in, we're gonna go, let me see here. We're gonna to go to Psalms, Psalms chapter uh, 104. Uh, remember, I don't like chapters and verses because the Bible was not written in such a way. In fact, chapters and verses come to confuse and to deter your mind from focusing where it needs to focus, which is the message and the truth that is revealed there. It does not need chapters and verses. It's just a way to distract the mind. So forget about chapters and verses, but one of the Psalms, it says that the Lord wraps himself in light, as with a garment. So there is a covering of light, like cloth, but when men committed sin, that garment of light that God gave them because God created them in His image and likeness went away. And that's why they saw themselves naked. So the moment they ate of the fruit that God told them not to eat, that garment of light disappeared. And then they saw themselves naked. It makes sense now? So, I mean, it it would be ridiculous to think that, you know, they didn't have any covering. And they didn't know they were naked. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, that's that's just ridiculous. So, uh, it, it doesn't say that. So, it says that after they ate, so they saw that they were naked. So the garment of light that God had given them disappear, because they, they disobey God. Now you learn that the uh, tree of good and evil is not a tree that has evil in it. And so uh, you couldn't say that God created evil because God has nothing to do with evil. Evil has nothing to do with God. What he is saying is what happened in the mind of Eve and Adam when they ate is what is to be known as sinful and evil. What they thought to themselves to be God, to become a God. And this, the woman said that the serpent deceived her and she ate. And that's true, she was deceived by the serpent. But then God you know, teaches you that even by disobeying because they deceive themselves or because someone else deceived them, it does not take away the fact that they were deceived regardless, but the fact that they committed sin. That is, uh, they did something God told them not to do. Now, what is important? And what's the meaning of trees and fruit and food? Why is it so connected with food? Well, because you see, if you don't eat, you die. I mean, you don't have to really think about it, right? So what God teaches us in terms of eating and food and the preservation of life is that life comes from God. Not the food that you eat. You see the tree of life, which was also in the midst of the garden of Eve, of Eden. Um in the middle there were two trees, a tree of life and the tree of you know, good and evil, or uh the one that God said, Do not eat of that tree. Now the reason why people eat of that tree, meaning, you know, Eve and, and Adam, is because the serpent deceived the woman and the woman gave to Adam and so they both ate. So they thought to themselves to become God by eating of the fruit. So something that the mind, you know, deceived itself. You know, it's a mystery. A mystery to God is something that you cannot explain. You would have to be God. And then there are things that God reveals and things that He will reveal down the road. Not yet. And and in His wisdom He knows when to reveal uh the things that He wants to make us known about it. But a mystery with God is not something that you can by yourself, you know, find out what it is or you know it, it, that's not what it means, a mystery with God it it's above uh, the intellect we cannot understand it but we see the manifestation of sin now take a look on this uh portion of the holy writing so uh, remember so god created beings god created everything into existence uh but this is not Ideas, uh, this this is not a concept, so it is not ideas or concepts. So, if you if you think of yourself of someone who can explain how God created all things into existence, then you are deceiving yourself. What we can do is acknowledge that that the Lord is the Creator, and this is why in the book of uh, Revelations, or rather, not the book, but you know what the prophet. John writes to be the revelation of Jesus Christ, in there, you will find out that he, again, uh, reveals himself as the creator of the heavens and the earth. In other words, the one who decides his creation. There are no architects, there are no engineers, there are no whatever, We have in this sinful world. uh, Because of sin. uh, God doesn't. uh, Operate like that. You know. He is the one. Who creates. Out of nothing. And he is the one who decides. His creation. For example. He decided animals to live in the water. To be in the water. Animals to fly. To fly. Have winds. And animals that. Uh, live on the land, to live on the land. And then he made man in his own image. So there are no kinds of men, there are no types of man, there are no races, uh, there is just a man who got created in his image and likeness. Uh, because of sin, then man deceives himself to believe that there are different kinds of men, types of people, um, and and all of that, you know, uh, garbage that comes with it, and that's because of sin. Now, what God reveals in the holy writings is that He made men in His own image. Now, when He created the animals, He says that. They bless them so that they can uh reproduce themselves and fill the earth according to its kind, even the fruits of the trees, the plants, according to its species you know according to its kind, you know they reproduce you know apple trees, more apple trees, you know pears, you know peaches. Uh whichever fruit you like, so peaches, peaches, apples, apples, right? you're not gonna get figs from a apple tree or apples from a fig tree. It has its way of uh producing the fruit based on its kind. The same goes with animals, you know lion mates with a lioness, and they have uh lions, male, female. Elephants mate with the female elephant, and there are male elephants, female elephant. Now, so according to its kind. With men is different. God created men in his likeness and image. So there is no kinds of men's, there are no types of people. This is something that because of sin, men created deceiving themselves. But but there is no such a thing. So this is why you'll learn uh, later on uh, through the prophets Isaiah and uh, Ezekiel, uh, even with uh, the heavenly beings. So when God created heavenly beings. Uh, we don't know their numbers. It's impossible to know. But what the Holy Writings tells us is that the number of them, God knows it. And so when God created man, he made man in his image and likeness. And he clothed him with a garment of light. This you find because is in the Holy Writings, in one of the Psalms, where it says that God himself, the Lord, wraps himself in light, as with a garment. So, heavenly beings are the same. They have a garment of light, which is given by God. So, when God created men, again, this is important to remember. See, God created man in his image and likeness. So we are all one big family. Human beings created by God. That is the truth. And that truth is not a concept. It is not an idea. It is God telling you what it is. That is the truth. God created all things into existence out of nothing. Now, uh, you might also remember that uh, the prophet Jeremiah is the one who God tells him that the mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt. So Jeremiah didn't come up with this on his own. You know, he wasn't a theologian. Know, to deceive himself to be something that it's only in their heads um, or a scientist or a philosopher. A Jeremiah is a prophet. Someone that got brought into existence to deliver a message to his people. Now if you listen to the Lord then he says you shall live. If you do not listen to the Lord then you shall die. That is the truth. And so, this is why God takes his time to send you a message through his prophets. So, uh, let me go back here. So, we're going to go back to Moses when God uh, tells him this. So, God created human beings, or the human being in His own image. In the image of God, He created them. So the woman also has the image of God, because she was taken out of man. The truth is that God created a woman out of a rib of Adam, of the bone and the flesh of that rib. Then. He created a woman. Now, you're not going to be able to explain how God created a woman out of that rib. (laughs) Yeah, don't don't invent. Uh, Basically, what he's saying is something that you are not going to understand, but you accept it intelligently to be true because he is God. He can do all things. This is what he tells you in the very beginning. And this is why he says to begin in the beginning. Because everything that exists, exists because God created it. Now man, in his mind, deceives you know, himself, herself. Or is deceived by others. Or by demons and even Lucifer himself. But the mind is deceitful. This is what the Lord tells us and this is why he says that away from him you cannot do anything uh even jesus you know would tell you that uh in the uh, uh writings of the uh disciples so eating you know if you do not eat you die if you do not obey god you die so in essence Obey obedience or obeying God is life. In other words, you, you live because of obedience to God. So this is why food is associated with life because when God created man, remember that he is the one that created the trees with the fruits according to its kind. And so these plants and trees with fruits didn't just come up out of nowhere by themselves. You know, it wasn't the concession of billions of years of nonsense and, you know, whatever uh, garbage people choose to believe, but that's what it is. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. If you think intelligently, if you use logic and reasoning, there is no way that you can say that there is not a God. There is a God. And he tells us through a prophet that he is the one that created everything out of nothing into existence. So men, then God said, let us make men in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all of the wild animals and all over the creatures that move along the, uh, above the ground. So God gave man dominion over God's creation in this universe. It's not ideas, it's not concepts. Ideas, concepts, this is just because of our uh, sinful nature that in this world We do these things. You know, but even what, you know, people have come to know as scientific method. uh, These things were already used before this time and they had a different name. It was called intelligence. (laughs) Uh, You're going to learn Daniel, who is a prophet. uh, He asked... Uh, of of a guard, when he is taken captive by the Babylonians, uh, something, and you you you'll you'll learn it later. But the the point here is that, you know, people who deceive themselves or uh, others or, uh, or or you know you yourself deceive yourself. In their mind, they believe something that they know as truthful, but in essence, it isn't. Truth to God is not something that you can understand. See, God basically tells you what is truth, and so this truth comes in his commandments. So he says, If you shall obey my words, you shall live. Just as when you eat food, if you stop from eating, you die. So life is not found in water, is not found in the food itself, it's found in God. So God is life. Remember that the one who created the trees with the fruits is God himself. He did that himself on the third day. And then on the fourth day, He created the moon, well, the sun, the moon, and the stars. And and this was after. So trees with fruit, according to its kind, God created them. And He gave them for men as for food. But also God told them that there were two trees in the middle of the garden of Eden. The tree of life, of that one they may freely eat. Now God said this, so because of that, man was able, you know to preserve his life. But the tree of life didn't just come out of nothing, and the tree of life doesn't just do what it wants. See so this is God who put the tree there, and he's the one who says, "Eat of it, and you shall live." to remind yourself so that you don't forget that there is only one God. So, the fruit of the tree of the good and evil, right? It's not the tree itself. It's something that happens in the mind of the woman who is deceived by the serpent, who is a fallen uh, Lucifer. Uh, She is deceived to believe that by eating of that fruit, she can become God. But the other tree, it's only that they can continue to live if they eat of that tree so it sustains life but the other tree what's evil about it is that man thought to become god and this it's something that lucifer deceived the woman and the woman gave man and so man was not deceived so adam was not deceived the one who was deceived is the woman but adam obey you know his wife and then he blames the woman because him eating is something that uh, happened because the woman gave him to eat and then the woman blamed the serpent because the serpent is the one that deceived her and so God dealt with this situation and this is what he tells us you know the fall of man Uh, really sad right out of perfection that we never get to see man fall from the grace of God and this happened because man thought to become God and even even now, you know, you see people who uh, believe themselves to be something that they are not. That there's only one God. So, Psalms, one of the Psalms, it says that the Lord wraps himself in light, as with a garment. You're going to learn that Jesus will give you white garments, This garment is a garment of light that covers your body. So the image and likeness of God is what he gave man when he created him in the beginning. But because of sin, because of sin, death enters the world. And uh, and we die. So men die. You know, and so, men deceive themselves to uh, leave legacies and whatever they think in their heads, you know, as a reference to the mind. You know, some delusional things that you may come to believe to be true, but in essence, God says, it is not true. Only what God tells you, that is truth. Okay? That's beautiful truth right there. So, God is telling you that He is truth and and if you if you think about it you know he is the creator of everything so only he himself knows the truth (laughs) all right so remember remember this garment of light because god himself jesus will give you these garments of light the men lost when men committed sin In other words, when men disobey God, God gave him a command. Don't eat of that tree. Eat of the tree of life instead. So if you eat fruit of the tree of life, you'll live. But if you eat fruit of the tree of good and evil, then he says you shall surely die. Because he God is good. In other words, uh, let's let's go back so that you can. Uh, we have to stick, you know, with what the Holy Writings state and say. For example, so when men fall, the serpent says, "Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden?" Now the woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. So God never said not to touch it. God said do not eat from it. Now let's go back to a previous portion. And this is very important. That's why we're taking our time here. And there is so much more that we can dwell in it. Uh, to deepen our understanding, but there is, uh, we'll do that, you know, uh, 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 at another time. But for now, you're learning that this tree, uh, God put it there. Right? But God is good. So the tree has nothing to do. You see, think of for a moment, how can a tree give you life? It doesn't. But then you're gonna learn that God makes comparison, you know, trees with a being. Okay, now there's a deeper understanding that God reveals to us. But uh, let me let me show you what God says here. So the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work in it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded man, "You are free to eat from any tree." In the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. So it says here now, the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man, and he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground. So who made those trees to grow? God okay, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Why good and why evil? So evil is not the fruit, okay? What's evil is what happened in the mind of Eve when she thought to herself to become God. So, good because if you do not eat from it, if you obey God, then that is good. But the moment you eat of it, then he says, you will surely die. So, in the middle of the garden, God put these two trees in there. So, evil has a beginning. See, evil began In the heart of Lucifer. This is what Ezekiel, a prophet from God, will tell you that God told him. I mean, there's no other way around it. So Ezekiel couldn't just, you know, come up with this on his own. (laughs) This is God telling you the truth, okay? So, in the heart of Lucifer because he coveted to become God, to be like God. So that is evil, see? So the tree itself, the fruit, is not evil. See, God didn't create evil. Evil has nothing to do with God. It's what happened in the mind of the woman to be evil. Now, if man had continued to eat of the fruit of life, which is the tree that got put next to the tree of uh, the knowledge of good and evil, right? Uh, So it could have been any type of tree. But notice how it's associated with food. You know, you eat, you know, you continue to live, right? Uh, Another truth that you will find is that when man was created perfect, they didn't defecate it so they ate but there was no need to defecate so there was no need to use you know the bathrooms there was no bathrooms <laughs> now because of sin death enter and when death enters so it happens that man loses the garments of light that God gave him and also now when he eats he defecates, and this, even Jesus himself, will teach you why is that. So, you eat food of the tree of life and then the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This is where fallen man deceives himself to believe of himself or herself something that it's only in their heads and the mind he says the Lord says through Jeremiah is exceedingly corrupt who can know it only Jesus only the Lord so that's one truth right there so basically well many truth but uh, we begin uh, with You know, understanding why it says that men's eyes were open and they saw themselves to be naked. Now it doesn't mean that they didn't see that they were naked. I mean, that would be illogical. It is not intelligent, you know, reason tells you something happened. Logically you see what the Lord says. When they ate, something happened on them. And so, that light, that garment of light, disappeared. These garments of light, you're going to see them uh, when Jesus is transfigured. And uh, Prophet Moses and Elijah are... uh, manifested you know with jesus and so jesus glory comes on and you know this is why this is why you know the the clothing the covering that jesus has it's a covering of light and so is with the heavenly beings now lucifer himself had a covering that god gave him so every intelligent being that god created In his likeness and in his image has a covering of light. Now he decides what this covering is. So anywho, anyhow, so why is that vital? Well, it's vital because it has to do with the likeness of God. And what God tells you, that is the truth. So this is why when men saw themselves to be naked, it was that the covering of light disappear because they disobey god and so now uh, what god told them that would happen if they ate of the tree happen they die so it says here you know that the lord god said to the serpent because you have done this curses you above all livestock and all wild animals, you will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. Now what this tells you is, and you'll you'll see this also in the book of Revelations, you know that John uh, received the revelation of Jesus Christ through the angel uh, of the Lord. But what this tells you is the uh, serpents used to fly. They didn't crawl on the ground. They used to fly. In fact, it was one of the most beautiful animals that God had created. So serpents could fly. Now remember that you know Lucifer is given a name when he commits sin. No, he becomes Satan, the devil, uh, and then Lucifer is the bearer of light. In other words, you know, Lucifer is the one who uh, was dispatched by God, sent by God to give of his wisdom, God's wisdom, and to be done according to God's will. That's why he was the light bearer. He's not light himself. The light is Jesus. That's why Jesus says, I am the light of the world so but the light bearer was Lucifer and this is why his name is the bearer of light he himself is not light but he carries the light (laughs) so 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 Lucifer now you know is Satan the adversary the devil but also He is called the old serpent, uh, who is the serpent here, the one who deceived the woman, but also he is called the dragon. So, serpent and dragon. Uh, You're going to learn why he's called the dragon. Now, when God created Lucifer, Lucifer used to walk amongst the uh, firing stones in heaven. You'll learn this. So, Lucifer. Can also make descend fire from the heavens. Uh, there is a prophet who asked God to manifest Himself by consuming a sacrificing offering with fire from heaven. Okay. Now, the God created Lucifer to be able to do these things. Think of it for a moment. If you have the ability to see, you know, sight. Um, that's something that God gave you. Now, you're also going to understand why are people who are not able to see and why are people who are not able to walk. And and the explanation that Jesus gives is the only one that you can really trust. Okay? Uh, because it used to be believed that, you know, people were cursed, uh, and that's why they were burned like that. Uh, but no, God tells you, differently. God teaches you differently. And this teaching is in the Holy Writings, within the Holy Writings, not outside. You don't go out to any other resources that human might have created. Uh, That's just garbage. The truth is in the Holy Writings, what the prophets wrote that God told them to write. Uh, This is what you have, and this is what we are uh, studying. So we inquire, we scrutinize and we meditate in God's word. So serpents used to fly, and so so you can see serpents crawling is because Lucifer disguised himself as a serpent that could speak. But you're also gonna learn, you know, that Lucifer is called a dragon for a reason. And I mean, like uh, the true dragon, right? Not some sort of a movie or whatever or country. Um, no, this is the true meaning of things. I just recall, as we have, and you can learn the meaning of, uh, for example, the rainbow. God tells you its meaning, and you could give him some other meanings. Like, people have given meanings to everything, but it doesn't mean that that's what it is. See, it's only in the mind of the person. Now, God himself will teach you the meaning of things, because he's the one who created all things. Now, think for a moment, an eagle that the flies, a fish that swims in the ocean. The fish to swim in the ocean cannot say, I'm going to crawl on land. And so it is with uh, animals on land. So this is what God calls uh, creation. So his orders, uh, the order of things. So serpents used to fly, but now you see a serpent that crawls on the ground. Now, but also here is a prophecy that Jesus will come and will crush the head of the serpent, and that is Lucifer. And I will put an enmity between you and the woman. Now, the woman is a similarity to the church and between your offspring and hers. Now, he will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Now to the woman, he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Now to Adam, he said, Because you listen to your wife, and ate fruit from the tree about which I commended you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat fruit from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and twizzles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For thus you are, into dust you will return. So, you're going to learn through Solomon in Proverbs that when people die, is the opposite of when God created man. So remember that God created man out of the dust of the ground. And so, after he had made the body of Adam, he blew into his nostrils the breath of life. And then man became a living being. It was not an idea and it was not a concept, it was a being. Now, this being, because of sin, now dies. And death is the opposite. The breath of life goes back to God, and the body goes back to the ground. So, Adam didn't go anywhere. He just ceased to exist. There is no life other than in God. God is life. So, when men committed sin by disobeying the commandment that God had given them, as being loyal to God, then death entered the world. And so we die. And what happens when you die? The body goes, bust, goes back to the dust, to the ground, and the breath of life goes back to God. No one leaves by himself or herself. Uh, you cannot preserve your consciousness, <laughs> uh, just as you cannot travel in time. Time is not something men created. Time is something that God himself created. We live in time. God lives in infinity, where there is no time. The only one who habitats or who lives in infinity, is God himself. You're going to learn that. That's why the universe is so dark. It's a reason for that, but anyhow. Anywho. So, everything, the meaning of everything comes within the Bible. Uh, the holy writings interpret themselves. Now, let's go back here. So, now, we go from man disobeying God and then God uh, dealing with sin, You know, dealt with the serpent, dealt with the woman, and dealt with Adam. And so the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And the Lord God said, the man now has become like one of us knowing good and evil. What does that mean? You know, Does that mean God is evil? That's not what it says. Now remember that Jesus is going to teach you that he says that if you are evil and know to give good things to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give you of his Holy Spirit? For those who ask. So the Lord God gave, the, the Lord God made garments of skin. But the garments that they lost is the garments of light, which is what the Lord wraps Himself around it. See, uh, they don't just walk naked. <laughs> in fact, you're going to learn that God teaches uh, the priests to be very careful in the way they clothe themselves because there is honor in the way that God teaches them to clothe themselves. In fact, I mean, you need to clothe yourself. But anyhow, anywho, uh, for now, you're learning that men had a covering of light, a garment of light to cover their body. When they ate of the tree, that God said not to eat, they lost the garment. And this is why it says that they saw themselves to be naked. So instead of that garment of light, which men had lost, now God made them garments of skin to cover their nakedness. Okay? Now, now, he must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden of Eden. Uh, to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword uh, flashing back and forth. To guard the way of the tree of life So we also talked about Cherubim uh, Which are sherubs Plural Cherubim Plural Sheriff is one uh, Lucifer was a covering sheriff The one who stood closest to God You know And that's an honor So uh, Sheriff are heavenly beings That exceed in power uh, this is how God created them. Uh they didn't create themselves. Uh seraphim are heavenly beings that God also created. They do not excel in power, but they are um uh, powerful and they uh have six winds, so they are faster than the cherubim. Now Lucifer was a covering sheriff, uh, but the seraphim have something that the sheriffs don't have. Well, well, have uh, some things that God gave seraph that sheriffs don't have, and sheriff have that seraphim don't have. Uh, this is how God created them. Now, from there, we're gonna jump into Cain and Abel. Abel. Now, there is a big jump in here, right? So, uh, this is another thing about the Holy Writings. It's not a a chronological, historical document like, um, you know, take you from uh, one thing, you know, and then the other one. uh, This day, this time, It, it doesn't work like that. It only contains the things that God wants you to know. Uh, And uh, frankly, it's a lot. But uh, uh, this is why when you study the holy writings, you have to read them and you have to study them in the way God uh, tells you to. Because if you don't, you're not going to be able to understand it. It is God, the Holy Spirit, that will open your mind and give you his understanding. So by faith, we acknowledge that he has revealed himself, that is God, as the creator. And then men committed sin, and this is why we are where we are. You know, people die, and you may die of a heart attack, you may die in, in an accident, you may die of uh, many different ways of dying, but but you die, and the reason why you die is because men disobey God and committed sin, and because of sin, then death enters the world. Now Jesus made the promise. That he will come and conquer death and you're going to learn that he swallowed it up (laughs) (laughs) yeah he swallowed it up and in fact only jesus could do this because he is life remember that jesus is god that he is equal to god Uh, even heavenly beings in heaven you know couldn't understand uh, how jesus who is michael To them because Michael the uh, commander-in-chief of the heavenly host is Jesus himself to us okay so there is no other heavenly being whose name is Michael aside from Jesus Jesus is the same Michael Michael is the same Yahweh of the Old Testament so Michael is to the heavenly beings what Jesus is to us. So he is the beginning. He is the first of the heavenly beings. And, and so it is with men. Now You need to remember that it was Jesus who created this universe. Uh, you're going to learn that in the writings of the uh, uh, Apostles. But anyhow, so let's go back here. So Adam uh, made love to his wife Eve and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. So these things you cannot change. So God created a man and a woman. It's like trying to get a fish on land and tell it to breathe. Or trying to get a... You know, a uh, uh, animal from land and submerge it into water and tell it to breathe. Uh, you're just, you know, you lost something uh, on your third floor. But uh, what God is telling you is the truth. So think of it for a moment. So God is telling you these things so that you come to know what is truth. Now, truth is not a concept. It is not an idea. It is a being. You cannot explain it. But you accept it to be because that's the way God tells you it is. So God says that Adam united with his wife and then she became pregnant. This is how Jesus, you know, when he was born, it says that the heavenly being, Gabriel, Announced that he will uh, be born out of a virgin, Virgin Mary. So it's a female. So it's a woman. So the Holy Spirit came upon Mary, and then Mary was found with child. And so in this case, Adam, who is the man, has the seed and Eve who is the woman has the womb and so when they unite so the woman is impregnated and gave birth to Cain now she said the woman with the help of the Lord I have brought forth a man so you have a man it's right a boy Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord, and Abel also brought forth an offering, fat portions uh, from some of his firstborn of his flock. Now, the Lord looked in favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he didn't look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Now, then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crutching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. So you must conquer sin. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out in the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Now the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied, Am I my brother's keeper? Now the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened his mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops. For you, you will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Now Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driven me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. And the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him will kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Now Cain made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Now Cain was then building a city and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Erat and Erat was the father of Mehuahel and Mehuahel was the father of Matuthale, and Matuthele was the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. Uh, One named Ara and the other Sila Ara gave birth to Habal. Uh, he was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. Now his brother's name was Huval. Uh, he was the father of all who play uh, string instruments and pipes. Now Sila also had a son Tubal Cain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Tubal-Cain's sister was Naam. Lamech said to his wives, Ara and Sila, listen to me. Wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is a bench seven times, then Lamech seventy-seven times. Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son, and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel. Since Cain, kill him. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. At that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. So, in other words, you're going to learn with uh, Samson, you know, uh, to defend yourself and preserve your life is susceptible to the Lord. And so somebody who wants to harm you, to take away your life, then you'll learn that, you know, you de- defend yourself. Uh, Samson Uh, will show you from uh, a spiritual perspective uh, because you need to remember uh, Samson was brought into existence by God. So everyone who lives is not out of coincidence. Uh, But the uh, teaching here is um, there is a reason why you know, and so uh, defending yourself. You know, if you fear for your life, it's susceptible to the Lord. So you'll you'll learn this down the road, but in the beginning, you'll learn that Cain killed Abel, and so it's not that his blood was speaking, but he committed a crime. Abel did nothing to provoke or attacking Cain. Cain was very angry with Abel because God had accepted his offering but did not accept Cain's offering. God didn't accept Cain's offering because he was offering something that God never asked him to uh, to bring. So God is not going to accept whatever you want to do, you know, whatever you think it's right, whatever you uh, or whatever you decide that God is going to tell you what he wants and by you obeying what he tells you that means that you have a humble and a meek spirit just like Jesus this is what Jesus is our only example, so he says do as I have done only Jesus can do that so, the one who you need to imitate and that you're going to be like is Jesus. Okay. So, this is why, you know, when Cain kills Abel, Abel is innocent. There's no there is no reason whatsoever, but other than the fact that uh, Cain was angry at Abel because of jealousy. God accepted Abel, but he didn't accept Cain. But God wants to reason with you, because reasoning is something God gave us. So why have you killed your brother, says the Lord? Now remember, no people die because of sin. Now how you'll die, it's also in the Bible, or the holy writings. Uh, you'll come to know these things. So may the Lord bless you. But let me just—we're mm, gonna—we're gonna cover this section here. Uh, Adam made love to his wife again, and he gave birth to a son, and named him Seth, saying, "God has granted me another child in place of Abel, since Cain killed him." Seth also had a son. And he named him Enosh. At that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. Now, notice it doesn't say what year, because time was not kept, as it is today. There are differences, but also remember that time is something God created. So, how many years do you live on Earth? is what matters. Jesus says, you know, your years are very short. And so your life is very short. It's like the fog that comes in and goes away. So this is why he says to live wisely. You know, to come to Jesus because he will give you life. Uh, Of course, this is just a the very beginning, but in this very beginning, you've been told the truth that Jesus is the creator, that God created all things into existence, that because of men disobeying God's commandment, it is not the fruit itself, it is not the tree itself, it is the disobedience that brought men to commit sin, and because of sin, then death enters this world, and people die. Death is the separation of the breath of life and the body that that God gave man. So the body goes back to the dust where it was taken, and the breath of life goes back to God. So you neither go to hell, you neither go to heaven, you just cease to exist. You no longer have part among the livings this is what uh, the Lord teaches in the Holy Writings so death is the opposite of a living being now this is important for you to remember because when we uh, go over the book of Proverbs uh, who is written by uh, Solomon uh, God inspires Solomon and you're gonna learn of vanity And why he says, uh, vanity, vanity, all is vanity. So the Lord says, your days are very few days. You know, live them wisely. Uh, Seek me, says the Lord, and I will give you life. May the Lord bless you, and we'll see you the next time.